Hi y'all, welcome to the craft table. I'm Tori. If you want to reach me or get in touch with me or see any of the things that I mentioned in this podcast episode and any previous podcast episodes, you can get a hold of me at my Instagram account, which is at the craft table podcast or my Gmail, which is the craft table podcast at gmail.com. I hope everyone had a really good weekend and previous week. And if you went to Rhinebeck, I really hope you had a good time at the Fall Festival and all of the pregame stuff. I personally went to Rhinebeck on Sunday, which I did mention in my last episode that I would be doing. And so a good chunk, forewarning, a good chunk of this is going to be talking about my experience at Rhinebeck with a different perspective, and kind of the things that I picked up, what I did, how I felt, (laughs) and the whole gamut. I personally drove up on Sunday morning, got there around 10.25, as I did stop a couple times on the way up for different reasons. I immediately booked it for the fleece barn, uh, which was barn B, and barn B had the fleece in the back end, and at the front of the barn, there were some vendors. I went and met uh, two of my friends from my knitting group. We had planned to meet up at the fleece barn just to say hello and give hugs, so I did get there at roughly 10.30, visited briefly with friends, And then I basically said, you can join me or you can go, but I am wanting to look at what's left of the fleece sale. I don't know if this is common or what. I just knew that I probably wouldn't be having the biggest selection because I was going the second day of arguably the biggest knitting event of the year on the East Coast next to Maryland Sheep and Wool. And so I knew that my options wouldn't be as great as if I had gone first thing Saturday morning. With that being said, I still was a little shocked at what was left over. I think out of the fine, medium, and long wools, there was about 10 bags total left of fleece. There was a line of primitive wool and mohair left, but I did not go to the fleece sale with primitive wools or mohair in mind. So I went to what was left of the medium wool. There was nothing of long wool. I think there might have been maybe one or two of fine wool options. Of the medium wool options that were there, a large chunk of it was Gotland, which don't get me wrong, it's very beautiful. But I did not want to go for Gotland. I specifically wanted to go for BFL. There was no BFL whatsoever. What was left were a few Finn fleeces, a Cory Finn Romney Cross, and I believe that was it actually. And only two of those were even within my price range of $100. This year, I had brought a $100 bill, and that was it. That's all I was spending at Ryan Beck, nothing else. 
So I actually ended up not even looking at the ones that were above $100, which were, what, maybe seven of the ten there. I immediately crossed out the Cory Cross Fleece only because I am currently processing a Corydell CVM Rambouillet Cross Fleece. So I didn't want to do that again. I was going in for a new experience. So that left me with only two options, which both came from the same firm, and I do have that information. So I'm going to read it to you now. It was submitted by the Boondoggle Farm, and I believe they're in Vermont. So it was a farm from Vermont that had two fin fleeces available. And I had purchased the first of the two that I saw. I purchased a fleece from a, sheep, a fin sheep named Elvis, who the growth was, was only seven months. The sheep itself was a year and seven months old. And it was sheared August 28th of this year, 2021. And that's what I ended up getting. Now, the weight of this fleece was two pounds and three ounces at $80. That's a little steep in my opinion, but I didn't really have much of an option and variety of cost. And on top of that, this fleece had nearly a perfect score on everything but crimp for some reason which was really odd to me, but I also am not a judge, so I don't fully understand what they were judging, what the qualifications were for each scoring, but it was, it is a beautiful fleece. It's very clean. There's a lot of different varieties of color. The crimp is scrumptious. I love it. You can feel it through the bag. It's just very, it's very, very, uh, mm, Bouncy, I guess you could say. Yeah, bouncy. I'd arguably say bouncy. Very tight curls. Very, very tight curls. Um, And I haven't washed anything. I just brought it home yesterday. It's a little too cold to wash anything right now. So I'm probably going to do that later this week when it hits the 70s. Um, Yeah, I think I'm just going to do it later this week because I don't, it's in the 50s right now. I'm a little chilly. I'm wearing a wool cardigan and a heavy duvet in my lap as I'm talking to you. So I'm just not interested in messing around with heavy, wet things. So I haven't cleaned it, and I can't necessarily say for sure that the color is true. But I have a few different pieces in my hand uh, to talk about. And I will be taking a quick little photo to share on my Instagram so that you can see what I'm talking about here. But the colors range from, like, a pale cream tan to gray to a dark chocolate, almost black. And I'm not sure what will stay and what will go. Clearly the gray will stay, and so will the dark chocolate. I just don't know about this dirty cream. If it's really dirty cream or if it's a white. And I didn't see any scurf. I didn't see anything extreme. I did just pluck a second cut from this little bit that I have. But other than that, this fleece is really beautiful. 
I don't think it's going to take me more than one rinse and wash, unlike the CBM cross that I have, because there's not a lot of lanolin. I can kind of feel a little bit of the grease, but it's as greasy as the one that I'm currently processing after I've washed it twice. So I'm not mad about it. I actually really like the texture. It's, hmm, I, I would say that it does smell. I'll be honest with you. It does smell, but I actually enjoy sheep smells, as do my three animals. Bean, my cat, immediately came and was scoping it out. And both of my pit bulls were, <laughs> when I had it, when I pulled it into the house, they were a little excited, too. Maggie, especially, she would not leave me alone while I was reading the info on my receipt and kind of going through it just briefly last night. With that being said, I am excited to go about processing this fleece. I am going to completely finish my first fleece before I do anything with this, aside from cleaning this week. I think I'm pretty close. I'd say I'm pretty close on getting um, all of my CVM fleece handled. I have just a little bit left to cu- to card, but that's it. So I might actually get this started before the end of October. Um, the way that I plan to prep this is to card into Rolex. I'm not sure how aggressive I'll need to be with the carding because the curls are pretty tight. But I'll have a better idea once I've gotten this wash to see how well it softens and loosens up a little bit. Because I'm assuming it will in the washing process just because what grease is there and dirt will be shaken out, shaken off from the strands. So... I have I have good feelings about this fleece. It was more than I wanted to spend, but it's very beautiful, and it's something I've only spun a small sample of fin, so I do look forward to kind of seeing how this goes. I don't know how much I'll get out of a two-pound bag. I don't think I'll be losing a lot in weight when I wash it, Unlike the CVM, which I paid for almost four pounds of. And I didn't actually physically weigh that fleece after washing it. But it was significantly lighter when I was pulling it out to dry and then putting it in a bag. So I think I will have more of the weight left. I just genuinely don't know how much of it I'll have to spend, like how what kind of yardage I'm going to get out of this. I do, I'm not, I'll talk further about it when I get closer to prepping it. I do have a lot of thoughts and feelings, but I want to at least sample before I talk to you guys about it. I do know that fin sheep in general, if you want to know a little bit about them, they are very easy keepers and they're very good mothers. I know that those who spin sheep, spin thin wool and own 
the fin sheep themselves and take care of them, have a lot of joy with them. Very sweet and friendly creatures out of all of the sheep breeds. So, and they're very cute. Very, very cute. I definitely saw a couple that were just precious at Rhinebeck this past weekend. So, I'm not mad. Uh, am I disappointed that I didn't get a VFL? A little bit, just because I wanted to process a long haul, but it's not the end of the world, and I kind of knew that my expectations had to be on the lower end just because I was going at the end of the weekend, and that I would be going after everyone had probably already picked the best fleeces, and I would also be going in a year that not all of the vendors and farmers had come back. So Rhinebeck this year allowed vendors to decide to hold their place in line, essentially, for next year if they did not want to attend in person this year. So I don't know how much that affected the fleece sale, and I could kind of tell that it did quite a bit to the booths as I was walking through the different barns. So I can only imagine that similar... uh, Similar smaller pool of vendors could be attributed to the farmers and shepherdesses and shepherds. So I just am trying to keep that in mind and also to give you guys a better picture. I don't think... Ooh, I don't... This might be controversial, but I don't think I'll be going back to Rhinebeck. My experience with Rhinebeck this year was better than 2019, but I also still was not fully sold on Rhinebeck. It was quieter on the Sunday. It wasn't as busy like everyone had been saying it wouldn't be. There were mixtures of people wearing masks and mixtures of people who just didn't through the whole thing. My husband and I wore our masks unless we were eating. And that, regardless if we were outside or inside. So it just, I, I'm glad I went. I'm glad I could for sure figure out whether this was something I wanted to pursue or not. But I don't think I'll be going back. At least not with serious intentions or like making if I go, I go, but if I don't, then I don't mind, and I don't intend to make plans to attend next year. If it happens that we have some time that weekend, we might get an Airbnb and stay in the Catskills and go one day for an hour or two, but I did not enjoy it. A lot of the vendors I noticed were similar to the vendors that I've seen at Maryland, I didn't really see anything that screamed I had to get it. I think we spent most of our money in the food barn or the, the, I don't know if you'd call it a barn, but it was an indoor space for the food. And we bought like pumpkin pie fudge and honeycomb and like, very specific special chocolate 
and that was it. We didn't, we didn't even buy wine or beer or liquor or jerky or cheese. Like we didn't go and get the special, special stuff. It, we could have gotten that anywhere. So it wasn't, it definitely doesn't feel like it's something that we have to attend. A lot of my attention was not spared on any of the yarn. I didn't really care for any of the yarn that I did see. I'm definitely enjoying more of making my own yarn and using that. I, I We had fun. Don't get me wrong. We enjoyed our day. It was nice to get out. It was nice to pick up a fleece, which I was very excited about. But after that, after those 10 minutes, I was ready to go home, honestly. But I figured I should at least try and go through the different barns and see if there was anything that I wanted to keep in mind for next year. Because my budget (laughs) was immediately gone after the fleece. So, I, yeah, I don't think I'll be going back. I think that it very much is a capital K knitter thing to do. And if you like meeting up with people, visiting, seeing sweaters, getting inspiration, and shopping with small businesses and farms directly, definitely give it a try. If that's not your thing, if you don't like big crowds and you don't really care if you meet people on the hill or go to podcast meetups, I could say that you could probably skip it. So with that being said, I we had a good time, but I won't be going back, I don't think, anytime soon. I really, I think I would prefer to just go to Maryland and New Jersey sheep and wools. Those are closer to me. There's more local to me vendors there. Heck, some of the people I saw at New Jersey Sheep and Wool who are in my area were at New York Sheep and Wool. So I can realistically just see those people that I want to see in my local area at those at the events that are ne- near me within an hour or an hour and a half. So with that all being said, I would not go back to Rhinebeck. Did I see some really cute sheep? Uh, yes. The breed displays were amazing this year. A lot of variety in sheep breeds, goats, and the llamas and alpacas. It was, and there was even a few angora bunnies running around. So I w- it was good to see. My husband and I talked to a farmer who's in Maryland about her Romneys. My husband really, really loved the Romneys and would have loved to possibly get one or two if we had the space and our township allowed for it, but it does not. But we did learn some interesting things about her specific Romney and what they do at their farm. And I definitely made friends with a sweet Cormo sheep who loved behind the ear scratches and tried to lip and chew at my sweater a couple times but I could do that at New Jersey Sheep and Wool I can do that at Maryland Sheep and Wool and in fact I think I might just try and see what the Maryland Sheep and Wool fleece sale is like next year if it's in person 
So with that being said, I will be posting some pictures of my fleece later this week after I've washed it. I will share some photos of some of the sheep I've, I saw. I didn't really take any pictures of anyone or with anyone. I didn't really take any pictures of the event or the area. The colors really weren't as impressive as they were in 2019. I just think it's been too warm for the leaves to change into those beautiful hues. So it just kind of was bleh. Not not awful, but not great. So yeah, I'll share that. And please don't let my don't let me discourage you from experiencing Rhinebeck when you feel comfortable to experience it. I do think you should at least go once in your life to see if it's something you like. And I do want to support that those local farmers and those local shops. So I definitely give it a try, but it's not my jam. I've done it twice now and it's not my jam. Even with me going with a spinning mindset rather than a knitting mindset. I've got a great fleece. But that was it. We did get our, the customary apple cider donuts and apple cider, but I could get that at any orchard near my home. There's a lot of orchards that do that throughout the entire fall season. I live in the Northeast. I'm not missing out. Aside from that, I haven't really done much else crafting-wise. I got busy with my coding boot camp, so the time that I've had to craft kind of has been absorbed by the coding boot camp. I did card more of my CBM cross fleece. I'm getting down to the end of it. I recounted my yardage that I currently have, and it's over a thousand yards of woolen three-ply fingering weight yarn. I'm really liking it. I think it's turning out really great. I have a good idea of what I'm going to do with it now. I'm going to try make some sample to make some samples and test dye using Cushing's. I have a wonderful spinning friend who's had suggested it to me when I mentioned that I wanted to try and dye my fleece or the yarn that I was making from this fleece. And she quickly told me that it was safe, just be careful not to inhale the powder, that the powder was the biggest concern, which had me concerned. I didn't want to do any acid dyeing because I had heard that it can be really hard on your lungs. And I have three animals with smaller lungs than me, and they like to be wherever I'm at. And so that had me concerned. But she told me that it wouldn't be an issue just to be careful. So I think I'm going to move forward with that. I'm probably going to buy a test card or a color card, color sample card. I'm not sure what you would call it. But basically a card with all of their colors and what it looks like on cream wool. And then make my decision from there. I still have the two full bobbins. I'm working on the third right now. I have a full basket of Rolags, so I can kind of just putter about 
and work on that in my spare time. Uh, on my, like I've mentioned previously, my single drive Ashford Traditional, which I adore. Probably the best purchase I've ever made. <laughs> I, I really, really love it. So I'm going to be doing that in my spare time. I did mention that I probably wouldn't get any knitting done, and I was right. I have not even knit on my commercial cardigan that I'm working on. I have my sample for my Nordiska sweater out of my hand, my hand spun from Spindelicious that I made. That's sitting on the table when I work, so I see it every day, trying to encourage myself to get it started. But I haven't. I am kind of in a weird creative slump right now. I'm really enjoying the prepping process and the spinning of my fleece. And that's where most of my creativity has been going. I don't really feel like knitting very much. I am a gamer and I don't feel like gaming very much. I I really just have been, my free time has been spent carding, making Rolags, and spinning those Rolags. And every once in a while, I will play a game of Dungeons and Dragons with friends. But that's it. I... I think I'm just pretty content at finding the piece that I have been finding at the wheel. And so I tried to sample on my my spindle that I learned on, but like that's not even really calling my name. I really just am happy to be working on this fleece, surprisingly, because I've heard quite a few spinners say that they can't sit and <laughs> spin white fleece for hours and hours, yet I'm more than content to do that. I can't make any promises that I'll even start to knit on my Nordiska. I think I just want to give it a little bit more time, a little bit more space for myself so that I can feel motivated and excited to knit it. I did get quite a bit of inspiration while at Rhinebeck looking at all of these textured cardigans and sweaters that I saw, which I'm not a cable person. I tried it on a cow and it was too fiddly for me, but I did see a lot of textured sweaters that had me thinking about possibly doing a textured sweater down the road. That might be what the fleece that I bought this weekend will go to. I'm not sure. We'll see. But knitting just isn't happening right now whether it's commercial with commercial yarn or with my hand spun I just am happily spinning so if you guys have any fun patterns or anything you're excited about I'd love to hear it or see it maybe that'll get the spark going for knitting but other than that I don't really have too much to share I hope I didn't bore you with the Rhinebeck spiel I actually would love to hear what y'all did this past weekend, if it was Ryan Beck or not, if you have similar feelings to Ryan Beck or not, if you are making anything or processing any cool fleeces, I would love to hear about that. 
I would love to hear if you have any fun patterns you think would be really great for your hamspun projects, whether it's a sweater or not. I would love to hear it. I would love to share in the excitement of your making as it is called the craft table. And I hope you guys would join me in the crafting, regardless of what it is, if it's spinning, weaving, knitting, crocheting, whatever makes you happy. So, but with that, I think I'm going to end it for the week. I don't have anything else to share or to talk about. Hopefully I'll have a little bit more to talk to you guys about regarding the thin fleece that I've purchased. And maybe an update on how close I am to finishing spinning my current fleece, CVM cross fleece. But other than that, that's about it. I hope you have a wonderful week and a great weekend and that you enjoy the changing of the seasons and you get some crafting time in. I hope you guys have a wonderful day. Bye.